What's up, everybody, and welcome to another Sports Ethos DFS Today podcast. I am your host for this uh, Wednesday. Uh, typically, it's Horace, but I am Keith, and I am your host today. Uh, but I am joined, as you guys always are, every Wednesday uh, by Mr. Kenny Taylor. Kenny, uh, nice to be reunited. I know it's not quite the day that we usually uh, gather, but uh, hey, man, we're going to make this work. It's a, uh, uh, what is it, a six-game slate we've got here, or an eight-game slate? I think it's an eight-game slate, right? Yeah, six games slate. Oh, six game. I was right the first time. Oh, my mind is all over the place. It's all good, though, because I do have some plays for you. I promise you guys. Uh, just stick with me here. All right, let's go ahead and run through the injury news that we have so far. We have LeBron James questionable with an ankle injury. Uh, Patrick Beverly also going to be questionable with an illness. Lonnie Walker the fourth on that same Lakers squad out with knee tendonitis. So that's a bummer for them. Uh, for the Brooklyn Nets, of course, we have to mention Kevin Durant going to be out for this one. He strained his MCL. He's going to be out about a month, Kenny. So that, that sucks for Nets fans, obviously. Lillard, uh, they had, DraftKings had Damian Lillard listed as questionable, but I didn't see why. I didn't see a reason for that. So I'm not sure what's going on there. If he is questionable, obviously I have some interest uh, in some guys there. But not sure what the uh, what the issue is there. Uh, Tyler Hero is listed as out with a Achilles injury. Kyle Lowry on the Heat also out with a knee injury. So plenty of backcourt minutes for some guys uh, over in Miami. But we also have Caleb Martin out with a quad injury in the front court as well. Uh, on the uh, Celtics, we have Marcus Smart questionable with a knee injury. I'm going to go ahead and just assume Robert Williams is going to play. He set up in the last one for knee injury maintenance. I assume he's going to be totally fine playing this next game. Uh, we also have Gordon Hayward of the uh, Hornets, Kenny, doubtful for the fifth game in a row. Uh, so I'm just going to mention that in there. With a hamstring injury, uh, I don't think he's going to play. So do I miss any big news, Kenny? Any idea why what Lillard's going on with Lillard there? Uh, I couldn't, didn't see any news about him being injured. Um, when it comes to Lillard, Lillard, I'm not too sure about that, but yeah. you might want to mention the Bucks players since Drew Holiday has yet to play a back-to-back since mm-hmm. coming back from injury. And who knows, they might actually give Giannis a little rest day after his little uh, five-fell performance tonight. Yeah, that's a good point. And, uh, you know, obviously stay on top of that. They are playing the Miami Heat. Um, should be a good game, I think, uh, even no matter who plays in that one. They always play hard. So but let's get right down to it, man. Uh, let's go ahead. Let's just head to my favorite game on the slate here so far. And let's talk a little bit of Boston Celtics and Brooklyn Nets. Uh, obviously, for me, it's the Brooklyn Nets side of the ball. And uh, you got to go with Kyrie at 8,800, right? I mean, am I crazy here? Is that That's just too cheap for a guy that's going to have – Tons of shots coming this way. <laughs> no, I mean, I like it. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to go that route in a GPP, but that definitely going to be my favorite cast plays tomorrow. Um, and I might actually need to pair him up with Nick Claxton as well mm-hmm. if he plays. Mm-hmm. Boston, they typically give up about a good amount of rebounds to oppose the center, so that's always a nice little run back. Fair. Yeah, they play big over in Boston, so obviously you have to play big to combat that. So Claxton's a good play. I have some other guys, though. I mean, obviously, you know, no coming to rant. We're going to have a ton of usage and just a ton of uh, responsibilities going down to the rest of the team. So I do have Royce O'Neal on here at 4,500. Uh, I just I just love Royce O'Neal's game. I think he's a very underrated player. Uh, I don't think he's a you know, huge ceiling type guy, so maybe not necessarily the, the strongest GPP play. But, I mean, he does have a very solid floor. He gives assists. He grabs rebounds, scores. Uh, pretty decent rate, so uh, I do like Royce O'Neal at 4,500. Uh, I've got T.J. Warren, of course, at 3,900, but I think I'm going to steer clear of him. I don't think I'm going to have him a lot, Kenny, because he is still basically on a minutes restriction. 
you know, the Brooklyn Nets coach said basically, we're not going to play him a boatload of minutes. It's just not going to happen. So 3,900 though, with that price tag, I mean, I don't think you can really go wrong. I think he's going to be fine, a fine play, but I've actually got more interest in the last two guys here. This is probably my favorite two players on the Brooklyn Nets squad, GPP or cash. Uh, Seth Curry at 3,500. Just think there's going to be plenty of scoring to go around. Of course, he does have a pretty low floor. If his shot's not falling, uh, that really eats into his value quite a bit. But my my favorite, favorite, favorite play, and I was calling him out like two months ago. I missed the boat when he actually started to catch fire. But my man, Yuta Watanabe at 3,100. So I do feel like, especially if Claxton's out, I do feel like that, you know, if the Brooklyn Knicks want to get big, they want to have big bodies out there. Utah's really the only guy on the roster they've got they can do that with. I think Royce O'Neal a little bit, he, you know, he's got a little bit of a bigger uh, frame and stuff like that. But really, I'm looking at Utah because he's he's the he's a big guy. I mean, like they got Ben Simmons, they got uh, Claxton, but that that's it for size over there, man. They they really lack size. Uh, so I like Utah to get you know maybe about 20 minutes in this one at 3100, basically minimum pricing, man. I mean, how are you feeling about it? You like any of these other cheap guys over on the Nets? Um, I mean, um, Brooklyn, I might have a little interest in Sharp if, if you're getting some PT. Um, I forgot who they played last game, but they actually gave him 20 minutes, and he did all right. Gave you about 10 points to three rebounds. Not too bad. And you're right, they do know a little bit of size, and he brings a little bit of size when you get the PT. Mm-hmm. But on uh, Boston's side, I mm-hmm. actually have interest in um, both of their guards and um, White and Brogdon. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how much exposure I would have to both of them, mm-hmm. but with Smart out, they've been picking up the fantasy production mm-hmm. um, that Smart would bring because I want to say White been averaging about 25, 30 fantasy points a game, and that's only 4-9. Brogdon been doing about the same, a little bit more expensive for 5 cents, but I will have exposure to both of those guards on the Boston side. Yeah, I like it, man. Yeah, no Marcus Smart, uh, probably not in this one. So uh, those guys have been going off. Absolutely. It is a nice matchup here for them in the Brooklyn Nets as well. So I I like that call. Um, Guys, if you are listening here, stick around. Stick around with us till the end of the show here. We do have a giveaway. Uh, We're going to go ahead and announce at the end. So just listen through. Uh, I hope you guys are really excited because I am. It's our first giveaway for the show, and uh, I'm excited about it. But, yeah, a little teaser there. Let's move on, though, Kenny. Let's talk about... Uh, here's the game I probably have the second most interest in on the slate, and that's the Charlotte Hornets and the Toronto Raptors. Uh, I got a ton of interest on the Raptors side. I can even play any of the guys on the Raptors side because I think they're all uh, attractive pricing for me. Now, I'm not going to stack these guys. I'll probably play one of them. I don't know if I can bring myself to even play two of them. I'll probably snag one of these guys, though. I got Pascal, 10-3. I got Fred Van Vliet at 8,200. I've got Scotty Barnes at 6,700. I got OG at 6,600. I think I view Pascal as more of a cash play. Uh, all the rest of those guys, though, I think those are fantastic GPP plays. Their ownership's not going to be super duper high. Maybe Fred Van Vliet, 8,200. I could see him being a little high-ish. But I think Scotty Barnes and OG are really, really good GPP plays because uh, not a lot of people – people are going to skip over them or they're going to go ahead and roster Pascal or Fred Van Vliet and they're just going to skip. You know, They don't want to stack like I don't want to stack. So how are you feeling about that, man? Is that a sound strategy or are you going to fade, fade these guys? Um, Honestly, I probably – should fade, but I'm actually really high on Siakam, uh, more so on the prop side than DFS. But I really do think, you know, playing him in cash will be a nice little play for 10-3. Um, you got a couple diff- different salary savers you can have um, on other um, games. But my favorite play on the Toronto side when it comes to DFS, it might be a little risky. 
But if he actually get the playing time, I feel like he could produce, especially against Charlotte. And, oh, man, Christian, could not think of his last name. Coloco? Um, yeah, Coloco. Okay. Christian Coloco. They do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, nah, seriously, anytime I could get a cheap center against Charlotte, I'm mm-hmm. always going to have some type of exposure to it. And I really do feel like that's going to be a good salary saver, especially if they're going to be giving Williams sometimes as well. Because Williams, he did produce on the floor, but he also get a pretty, pretty much fell trouble in every game. Yeah. So I feel like that can actually get Coloco to the line a little bit as well. And he might actually be on pace to get a double-double bonus in this game. So when it comes to a salary saver, this is probably going to be the first one I'm going to be looking at on this slate. Yeah, I agree in general, though, with, uh, with you, Kenny, though. I, I probably don't have the same guys as you, but I think that there's value all over the slate. So I think you can easily go a bit more stars and scrubs. I'm hesitant to say on an eight-game on eight, eight slate, six-game slate. Jeez, man, I keep messing that up. <laughs> on a six-game slate, I'm hesitant to say that you uh, can absolutely go with stars and scrubs. I think it's always kind of a risky move. Uh, I like to just spread out my salary a little bit more than that. But I think you can lean a little bit more into that direction with how much value there is on this slate. So uh, let's move on, though. Let's talk about the OKC Thunder and the Philadelphia 76ers. I can't say I love this game a whole lot. I smell a blowout here. Philadelphia is playing out of their minds. But, hey, I will throw out there, though, Jalen Williams at 4,900. I think, you know, he's been – Playing pretty well for the last couple of weeks here. Uh, you know, his numbers were down a little bit the last couple of, uh, of games. And Philadelphia is definitely a tough matchup. So there's a lot going against this guy right now, which means his ownership is probably going to be pretty low. That's what entices me, though. That's what really appeals to me. So I like him. Uh, not even just for GPP. I think he's a fine cash play as well because I don't see a lot of guys that are in that, you know, f- just under 5,000 range that are pretty much going to give you 20, 20, 25, you know, DK points. And I mean, he's got upside to give you 35, maybe even 40 DK points. If this thing gets out of hand and they decide to sit, uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander, which could very well happen here, Kenny. So how are you feeling about this game, man? You got any plays for us? Honestly, this was like a 100% fade for me when I saw it on the slate. Yeah. Um, if I want to say a cheap play that you can probably play, um, I'm pretty sure um, Thunder might try to give about 15, 20 minutes to Mike Muscala. And for 3K, if you're really going stars and scrub, you can stretch in and just be like, eh, okay, Mike, 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 give me 15 points in these 15 <laughs> minutes. But any center against the bead, I don't really like it. So I'm just probably going to totally fade this game. Yeah, I can't blame you. I don't have a whole lot here. Um, I do say if it's a blowout, though, I, a couple other guys on the Philadelphia side, I do have some interest in. If you're scripting it as a blowout, I think you can look at Shake Milton and uh, Isaiah Joe. I think those guys are like the 3,300 to 3,500 range. So some more just value here. Uh, but again, that's if you're scripting this as a blowout, those guys get maybe 15 to 20 minutes, and then they're going to go ahead and hit that value for you. But just like with Muscala, you're not hoping for a whole lot. You're just hoping they hit you know 15 to 20 DK points, basically. Uh, let's move on, though, to the Milwaukee Bucks and the Miami Heat. Uh, I actually do, 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 do like uh, a couple guys here uh, on the Miami side. I'm going to go ahead and just say my favorite play in the entire slate, hands down, I got to have my lineups, is Gabe, Gabe Vincent at 4,000. We got no Kyle Lowry. We got no Tyler Hero. Going to have some backcourt minutes up for grabs. He got, I think, 34 minutes in their last game, 39 maybe, somewhere in that range. Uh, just incredible amount of minutes here. And uh, he didn't do a whole lot with them, Kenny. But we've seen this guy do stuff with minutes before in the past. So, for me, I think Gabe Vincent's a lock for me on this. How are you feeling about it, man? 
Um, I mean, if I'm playing cash games, I'm definitely going to have exposure to Gabe Vincent, but I never feel like I would have lost the GPP if I did not play a chalk <laughs> Gabe Vincent. Like, I, I don't think these words would ever come out of my mouth. <laughs> so when it comes to the Miami side, I oof, <sighs> don't know if I'm going to actually go there, but I might actually try to get some exposure to Orlando Robinson. Interesting. Um, He's been getting 20 minutes the past couple games. Mm. His production haven't really been, I want to say, the greatest because mm-hmm. typically you're just hoping he get a couple rebounds, maybe a block and a steal. But if they trying to give him some minutes and in this matchup that I think, you know, Giannis might sit out, I really do think that this could be a nice little spot for him to get you a nice little 25, 30 point fantasy upset. I'm going to throw out one more thought here, Kenny, and uh, I have this marked down as a GPP-only play, but Bam Adebayo at 9,100. Uh, I just got a thing for centers and bigs going against the, the Bucks because you know teams have to play big against the Bucks when Giannis is in. Now, if Giannis is out, my uh, my interest goes down quite a bit, but if Giannis is in, I think they're going to have to have Bam out there to, to guard him. Uh, I think he's going to have plenty of minutes. I mean, he's always going to play 40 minutes. It doesn't really matter if he's guarding Giannis or not. But I do feel like uh, centers against the Milwaukee Bucks has been successful for me in the past. And uh, and I feel like it's going to be another uh, situation where I think a lot of people – no no one's going to – oh, bam. He's 9,100. It's not exactly the best price tag in the whole world. But I think he is very important to what the Miami Heat need to do to win this basketball game. So uh, I like him here. and I'm hoping he drops, you know – 40, 45 DK points for me with a you know ceiling that's a little bit higher than that as well. Um, but yeah, I think it is a GPP only type play. I think it is a risky play for sure. So just my thoughts there. But let's move on though. Let's talk about a game I have probably, this is probably the game I have the least interested in, Kenny. It's the Dallas Mavericks and the Los Angeles Lakers. Tell me I'm wrong, man. You you got LeBron and, and, and Luka Doncic on your rosters. <laughs> Um, I actually will have exposure to them as a spend-up in the GPP. Uh, but, of course, we need to see if LeBron do play in this matchup. And I feel like a lot of people on this slate is going to be like, yeah, we'll be fading this game. And typically in GPPs, I say, man, if I only would have played some of these late plays, I probably would have just took it down. And I really feel like um, either having Luka or LeBron at less than 10% will help you take down a GPP on the six-game slate. That is, I mean, it's it's a fair point, and uh, you know, the only GPP that I've finished in the top, you know, one percent or one whatever in this season was because I had Jokic and nobody else did. So uh, that's the type of player that you know, I had Jokic at like I think he was six percent owned, which is absolutely insane. So yeah, so there you go. So that is a, a winning strategy there that can definitely win you a GPP for sure. I do not hate it at all. I do have one guy in this game I'm looking at here. I'm looking at my both sides actually, uh, DraftKings and FanDuel. I know we don't mention FanDuel a lot in the show, guys. But since this is a smaller slate, I did have a chance to look at it a little bit before we got on. Uh, but t- Tim Hardaway Jr. at 5,800. I uh, just feel like, you know, I always mention this guy. Uh, he is very up and down. He's got a, a very a high variance in his game. It's all about his shot falling. But I feel like, you know, this is a game here against the uh, Lakers where he can go off. Um, he's kind of predictable in a way because when he plays, when they play good teams, good defensive teams, 
He's just he's trash. He's absolute trash. And when they play not so good uh, defensive teams, he's pretty decent and, and could be uh, you know have a ceiling that's very very high. So uh, so I always like that. I've always got to feel with that for GPPs for sure. I think he's a decent guy to land on at fifty eight hundred. Um, but yeah, I don't really have a ton of interest in this game anyways. So uh, oh, on the uh, Fanduel he is fifty two hundred, I believe. Uh, yeah, fifty two hundred. So I like that a whole lot more there, obviously as well. So there you go. Uh, but let's move on though. Last game on the slate we haven't talked about yet. Kenny, it is the Portland Trailblazers and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Lay it on me, man. Who you got in this game? Oh, um, before we move on, I actually oh, do yeah. want to say one player I do have exposure oh, to so, yeah, as a GPP option in that Lakers matchup. And he's been getting minutes lately. Not always doing the best with them, but Jaden Hardy. Mm. Um, for some odd reason, Kid finally just was all like, okay, let's just play the young guy. <laughs> and he had good moments and he had bad moments so for three two if you can actually get them for 20 25 minutes against this laker team who's not really known for their um <laughs> defensive side of the ball the past month um i really think he can actually go off for 15 real points and another cheap play i might have a spoken to a gpps is kendrick nunn against dallas again not the greatest defensive team and he might hit you a couple threes I like it, man. I like it a lot. Uh, so we got to this is the GPP game here. So this is where I'm missing it. Now I got to look harder at it, man. So I got to be, beat my guy, Kenny. Uh, it's all good, man. Portland and Cleveland. Let me tell you, man, I do have some interest on the Portland side of the ball here, uh, which, you know, I, I think a lot of people, I'm not going to say they're going to fade this game, but uh, but we do have Lillard as questionable. I don't know why. Again, uh, I'm just going to roll with it. If he is questionable and he's out, I do have interest in a couple of uh, Blazers here. I've got interest, obviously, in Anthony Simons. Anytime Dame is out, he is the guy that's going to be running the offense and taking most of the shots. He's only 6,500. I know Cleveland's a pretty good defensive team, but I still think that, uh, you know, it's Anthony Simons shoots three, so it's not going to be that big of a t- difference. Uh, I also have interest here in Shadon Sharp, and I actually have interest in him, whether it's Dame or not Dame. He's only 3,000. He's minimum, minimum salary here. And uh, the Portland Trailblazers have been reeling a little bit lately. They've been, you know, kind of a little underwhelming recently. So I'm looking for a little bit of a shakeup here uh, in getting some guys uh, some additional minutes here. But Shadon Sharp has been in the rotation, and he's minimum salary, and he's very athletic. And I just just waiting for this kid to explode and, and put everything together because I do I do like his game, Kenny. So three thousand for Shadon Sharp. I think I will take some uh, some stabs at him at GPPs. Uh, if Dame is out, I think I have interest in him in both formats, GPP, cash, whatever you want to play. Um, but, yeah, uh, what do you got for this game, man, Portland and Cleveland? Um, for my cash gameplay, I got to say I will have a positive assignment. Um, anytime you get a player who can get you 10 three-pointer attempts on Cleveland, who's giving up probably one of the best three-point percentages in the past uh, month, I'm going to take a chance on them with the DK bonus. And somebody who I have no idea on the playing time he's going to get, but when he's on the floor, he can put up a lot of fantasy production per minute. And last year won me a couple um, GPPs <laughs> is actually uh, Ricky Rubio mm-hmm. um, at three, five. I really think that could be a player. If he gets you 15 to 20 minutes, who can actually give you up to 30 fantasy points might be kind of crazy with his first game back, but I really don't think they would bring him back if he wasn't healthy enough to at least give them some production that they planned on to give him off the bench. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Uh, but I feel like that would be my biggest risk that I will take in a lineup or two. 
Yeah, he's definitely going to have low ownership. I think people will definitely be scared of, uh, you know, shine away because he hasn't played in a year. Uh, I think they did say he's going to get 15 to 20 minutes and they're going to cap him there. So he's going to get those minutes. What's he going to do with them? We're going to have to see, man. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Uh, but yeah, I think, man, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking I might have to go on that Portland uh, uh, game spread here because uh, I just feel like it's going to be hard to get him back in the game there. But we'll see how that goes, man. No worries. All right, let's talk about our uh, our giveaway though, Kenny. I um, before I jump down here, got some confirmation here. We do have a little bit of a giveaway. We're giving away one free month of our DFS pass. Yeah, you heard it here first. You got it. All you guys got to do out there, if you're listening, if you listen this far, go leave us a review. Whatever you want to say, tell us how you feel about the show. Leave us one to five stars. However you feel. I would love five stars, but you don't have to give us that if you don't feel that way. Give us four stars. Give us three. Do what you want to do, but we just want to hear what you we want to hear from you. Hear what we're doing. Uh, so go ahead and take five to ten minutes out of your day. Uh, the first person that leaves that review is going to go ahead and get that DFS pass. Uh, but if, if additional people leave that review as well, don't worry. I got something in the works here. You might be getting something down the line. So uh, everyone that listens, if you haven't already, do take the brief amount of time it takes to go there and leave us a review. We would surely appreciate it, and you get free stuff. So there you go. Moving on, though, man, let's talk about Thrive Fantasy. ThriveFantasy.com is where you go and you sign up uh, with our promo code ETHOS, and you get a $250 deposit match bonus. Uh, and we are, we're going to go ahead and pick some player props here. And uh, there's 10 of them on this uh, six-game slate, which is pretty – I wouldn't say it's surprising, but uh, you know they, they hit the same team quite a bit here. So uh, I do have three plays here, Kenny, I liked uh, from the uh, tournament. Did you have some plays as well? Yeah, there's two plays I was a fan of. All right, let me let me start then. I got a, uh, one more than you. So how about uh, Joel Embiid over 29.5 points? And I hope I'm not stealing any years, Kenny. But 95 points on that one, and that's against OKC. I do actually think OKC does keep this one somewhat close. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think it's going to be a situation where uh, the Sixers maybe sit their starters for the last three or four minutes, which really I don't think that's going to be a problem for Embiid to get to 29 point, or 30 points uh, to hit the over here. Uh, the Thunder are just decimated at the center position. They're playing Mike Muscala. I mean, we mentioned him earlier. So if they're going to play Mike Muscala against Joel Embiid, uh, yeah, that's not going to that's not going to go well for you. So uh, I like his overall points. What you got, Kenny? Uh, first prop that I actually like mentioning him earlier, it's Yakum over 10.5 rebounds on Thrive. Um, I'm more of a fan of his um, PRA, to be honest with you. So um, when the lines do come out in the book, if you're able to get Siakam at 39.5 in this matchup PRA, that would be an easy over for me. Yeah, I like it, man. I like it. I was looking at Fred Van Vliet's over some points, too, right before we hopped on. I, he had, like, 18.5. I was like, mmm, that's looking kind of good. Anyways, uh, I do have Anthony Simons also at over 4.5 assists, and that's 80 points, and that's against Boston. Uh, whether Dame's in or not, I think this is a decent spot for him. I think they're going to need his three-point shooting out there uh, anyways. So, um, yeah, that's why I like. I like 4.5 assists for Anthony Simons. What's your last play there, Kenny? And last play I got. Mentioned him earlier as well, but it's Luca over 41.5 points in assists. Again, I really do think this is going to be a higher scoring game. I didn't really see the spread on it on the slate, but I'm assuming it's going to be in the 229-232 range. And like I said, if Dallas do keep it competitive, Luca has to drop about 30 points. I like it, man. I like it. And uh, let's see. My last play here that I have is... 
Uh, ben Matabayo, over 34.5 points, rebounds, and assists. And that's a 105-point play for you guys against the Milwaukee Bucks. I just got this feeling, man. I feel like Bam's going to go off. They're going to need his defense out there. As long as he's somewhat healthy, he's going to be out there for close to 40 minutes because the, the Heat are still trying to win basketball games. So I do like his over in points, rebounds, and assists. Um, and I'm just checking here because I think I said, yeah, I said the wrong thing before. The Portland Trailblazers are not playing the Celtics. They're playing the Cleveland Cavaliers. But anyways, I still like the over for assists for Fanfrey Simons. I'm just a crazy person who takes down uh, the wrong teams, but it's okay. Uh, but yeah, Adebayo, over 34.5 points, rebounds, assists. That's my last side play for you. So that's five of them, five different plays for you guys. We got you halfway there. Go to Thrive, enter it, and go win some money and tell us how you did, man. But yeah. Until next time, I am Keith Cork. You can find me on Twitter at at Keith. And Kenny, where can the good people find you, man? Yeah, you can find me at Twitter at OrangeDFS. Always talking about all levels of basketball from NBA to WNBA to EuroLeague. He's got it all covered, man. He's a he's Mr. Worldwide over here. Now, we like it, man. We appreciate you, Kenny. And uh, you guys, again, go leave that review. First person to do it gets that DFS pass. I'm going to be checking, so don't you worry. Uh, we'll get you all hooked up. So until next time, guys, go get that money.